Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just 25 bucks a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price, period. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four-line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com. Well, we're going to go out there and we're going to hit him in the face with a tire iron. Tell him, Juice. <laughs> and after that, we're going to flick him. Like a little bitty booger, yeah. A little booger that you roll between your fingers and then you flick them if they don't listen to the show. Uh. so freaking bad wrestle me welcome everybody to the juice pro wrestling podcast episode 126 what a rush what a rush yeah we're back in the saddle again the trifecta of pain and pleasure and entertainment the juice himself which is myself that bastard over there threatening the motherfucking savage and bruiser Bodie. bruiser Bodie. oh yeah <laughs> what is up with you guys this week? Well, I'll tell you what's up, man. Nothing, nothing at all, man. Just uh, hanging out. You know? Farm Aid was last weekend. <laughs> Farm Aid? I don't know what Farm Aid is. Let's just break on into the news. <laughs> you, sons, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Hey, um, so I don't know if you guys heard about this or not, but uh, RVD and Katie Forbes are now free agents. So I hear. So yeah. I hear. Actually, I saw. Yeah. Thoughts on that, Bodie? Um, well, they can pretty much do whatever now. <laughs> um, I don't know where they'll go, but I know RVD has worked with uh, some things for WWE um, that he is still working on. So I don't know if we're going to see him back there in some capacity at all. I'd rather not, but I mean, hey, who cares? It's his whatever he wants to do, he can do. You know, I'm a huge fan of RVD, so I'm going to follow him wherever he goes. Um, yeah, and he'll but, be. I mean, he 50. might come back to Impact. Yeah, he'll be 50. He could, could come back to Impact. I don't know. You could yeah. go to AEW. I don't know. I mean, who knows what he's going to do? But yeah, he's, I, I just think he needs to kind of ditch Katie Forbes, it. man. I mean, I know it's his old I, lady I and he got her a job, but no, I agree. Super I agree. distracting from the show. Like you bring yeah. her out here and she's all she's doing is just shaking her shit and like, come on, man. And RVD, he's showing a little bit of signs of slowing up, you know? So bit, I, yeah. I would hope that now that he doesn't have a contract with impact um, and he had been working on just kind of like little short-term agreement deals, handshake deals, whatever you want to call them. 
that he could end up in AEW and give us like some potential dream matches, you know, uh, without Katie Forbes. Please, 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 yeah. without Katie Forbes. I know you guys are talking about, uh, you know, what can people do that, or what can AEW do to improve the women's division? It's not higher Katie Forbes. And I'm sorry, no. Katie. <laughs> I'm sorry. You got a big ass booty and you like to shake it. And hey, that's cool. I like that. But you just, no, if we're going to put anybody cool. with Fonzie, <laughs> with Fonzie RVD, put Fonzie back with him. Yes. You know, exactly. I know he's, he's, I don't know what the shit is with a, <laughs> AIW. I mean, no, he's got a deal going on with them, but man, it just RVD. Like if he's going to, I saw people talking on Twitter about how, you know, well, if he ends his career, he's going to end in WWE. For one, the reason he didn't go back to WWE is I don't think they would let him wrestle uh, because of the concussion situation that he had. Like, he couldn't yeah. pass their wellness and their, uh, like, the wellness policy and or the physical because of the concussions he's had. And he wouldn't want to work the dates. Now, they might give him a lesser schedule where he wouldn't have to work so many dates, but we all remember what happened last time he went back, you know? Mm-hmm. He he had a fucking job to do, and it was to everybody he got in the ring. Yeah, with. pretty much. <laughs> Which and, and then we're talking. Uh, what man? It's been how long ago now? Like four or five years. Five years. Yeah. And he was, you know, he was a little more agile than he is now. Um, still had enough in him to make a, a good valid title run. You know, if you guys watch the Kurt Angle on uh, Stone Cold's podcast, he kind of said something to that too about WWE when he came back for his last run. He wanted to have something kind of like Goldberg did, you know, have a major title run, short, brief, to the point story, yep. and then go out dropping the belt or something to somebody that's worth it. You know, it's right. just, it, and it's a shame. Look what they did to him. So, yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I don't think we'll see him back at WWE in a wrestling capacity. I'm sure he's doing shit for the network and ECW documentaries or whatever documentaries they're going to do. And you know what? That's fine. I would just love to see him in Impact or MLW. I think MLW, oh, Impact, cool ROH would be awesome. Any one of those yeah. three. And, and and if he's going to quit wrestling now at the age of 50, I mean, who knows? He might be feeling great. I, I don't know. I'm not the man. I can't speak for him. But I'm just saying as a fan, that's the three places I would like to see RVD turn up minus Candy Forbes, which – it <laughs> may not happen and i'm sorry I, you know i just i can't handle it i can't handle it anymore and i can't be fucking quiet about it so yeah well i was i was pretty stoked when uh, uh callahan pile drove her yeah, like, dude, dude, she did sell it awesome. good i'll give her that she did, she did. sell it good man. yeah she's just such a Definitely. fucking distraction and and it was cool at first when you know they were cutting their heel promos and it was mainly rvd and then all of a sudden it's just like she got in the way you know he's trying to cut this killer promo and then it's like <laughs> <laughs> you know, give me to yeah. give me the tongue. Yeah, right. I just I think, I couldn't do nah, it. Yeah, I want to see him by himself for sure. I think RVD should stop wrestling until next year. I think all his fans should em- uh, kind of embrace that maybe he's done with wrestling and he won't get the 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 send off that you guys desire. I think he actually should just stop right now. Just stop wrestling because it doesn't seem like he's into it. Uh, he has slowed down. But if he still does want to wrestle, I think he should take a year at least off, possibly two years, so that, like, past these corona stuff that everybody has to watch themselves and there's no audience. And then whatever promotion he comes back to, he could do a short run, like you said, maybe Ring of Honor, maybe AEW, maybe WWE. Who knows? The thing is with WWE, the fans are – like, they've moved – 
WWE is, 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 is a promotion that with all its faults actually has moved. I mean, other than obviously Goldberg and uh, fucking uh, uh, the undertaker and <laughs> old timers, but for the most part, 95% of their roster, they've moved on. And as fans with some people that are in their fifties, I mean, y'all should move on too. It was a he, demo. Our right, demo. Right. Thank you. Thank you for your opinion. That is why we, hey, you don't like you it. But <laughs> that's what you should do. <laughs> and also let, let the man live and get high and chill in Vegas. He's earned it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I love well, it. Who knows? Who knows what he wants to do? I guess only time will tell. Um, but speaking of impact, so uh, they have a coming up in October, uh, Bound for Glory, their biggest pay-per-view of the year. They're going to be doing a Impact Week on Access TV, which is very cool because mm-hmm. as of this recording, I was just enthralled in the NAS episode of Impact Wrestling myself. Actually, the last match I saw before we went on air here was Johnny Swinger versus uh, Fala Ball. Go back and check out our episode with Johnny Swinger. It's fucking delightful. But uh, starting Tuesday, October 20th, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time Zone on Access TV. It'll be uh, Impact Wrestling, a, a brand new, it'll be the go-home episode before Bound for Glory. Um, and then also on October 20th at 10 p.m. Eastern, Talking Shop, Full Keg. So Gallows and Anderson, I, I'm assuming, I don't know too much about this, so I'm not going to lie, but uh, maybe they'll be cutting an episode of their podcast that they do with uh, Rocky Romero. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be pretty cool. The access is given, you know, Impact well, Impact owns access, but uh, that they're having more content and a little bit different content on there. Then uh, Thursday on October 22nd at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, you got uh, This is Bound for Glory. And Saturday, October 24th at 6 p.m. Eastern, a replay. So I don't know exactly what that is. Maybe it's going to be some highlights and moments of previous Bound for Glories, uh, which would be cool. Um, and then Saturday, October 24th at 7 p.m., it's going to be uh, – well, I guess that's the same fucking date, the live countdown. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was like all fucking week long, but it's kind of spread out apparently. Countdown to the countdown. Yeah, countdown the live, to the countdown yeah. to live get ready countdown for the countdown. To the glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Bound for Glory on uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. There it is. There, I was waiting for that. I was waiting. Finally. Uh, yeah. Finally. I just, you know, I wish I would have really paid attention and looked at that a little more intimately earlier because uh i fucked up that reminds Whoops. me of when we numbered uh episode 100 and we uh we we wanted to time it on the right time so we were like this is episode 99.873 this is episode 99.912 yeah right one that's, 99 that's and this 99 and a third Bound for almost glory bound for sort of we're getting there soon glory <laughs> yep <laughs> I remember the glory hole days. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Those are some good times. RVD was in his prime. Yeah. We, used to, we used to hang an <laughs> onion in our belt, which was the style at the time. Yeah, the style. <laughs> hey, real quick too, I want to send a <laughs> shout out to everybody that uh, watched on YouTube. Um, hit that like and subscribe button, wherever that fucking bell's at. Leave some comments. Uh, but last week's episode with the Von Erics, uh, that was one of my favorite episodes that we cut uh, thus far. And uh, just thank you guys for all the positive feedback. And it, it was really, really cool. Um, we also had an episode of our other podcast, the JP Dub, which dropped with Claire Damn. Lamb. Uh, 
for all you metalheads out there, then the death metal and guitars and music and all that shit. It was in horror. It was a, another great episode. Uh, that was episode seven of that. So yes, it was. thank you guys for tuning in and joining Sretton and Claire in the live chat for that. Uh, super fucking awesome. Continue to spread the word and watch. Yeah. That, uh, watch, watch how Justin doesn't shut me up when I kiss his ass for 20 seconds. That, uh, that Von Erichs episode was one of the best interviews you've done to lead the interview and to interact with them. And the whole thing was just great. If you, if you're listening to me say this <laughs> and you haven't watched that, I don't know what you're waiting for. If you're a wrestling fan, what's your problem? Watch the episode. <laughs> it's a well spent or listen. hour, two hour of two hours of your life. Yes. Watch it. Listen to it. Listen to it. Listen to it yeah. in the car. It's great. It's awesome. And it's different from any other Von Erichs, uh, uh interview you've watched. It is different. Or it's that not, you will watch. And you will watch yeah. because the other shows, not to knock anybody, but it's just, it's good. It was special. It was nice. And it was awesome to interview those guys while they're in Hawaii. That shit was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was very yeah. awesome. <laughs> it was uh, definitely one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Um, and even though I wasn't there, I still think it was probably the best Juice yeah. Pro Wrestling podcast episode. Yeah. Uh, not to part, Justin Gristrenton. It sounded great. You did awesome with it. And the stories, man, I was telling my buddy Jesse, uh, shout out to Jesse, drummer of uh, Sexual Atrocities, one of my best bros. Um, <laughs> he, uh, I was telling him the story about where they were, I think they were in Japan, and they were up on the roof afterwards, yeah. and they were trying to, they were thinking, like, is this where we need to be and stuff, and they were just kind of prayed about it. And then they walked around the wall, and then they saw that their uncle's uh, initials up on the wall, too like written and like the animal that they drew and stuff like that. Like, dude, I was getting shills over that story. Yeah. Like, their uncle, their uncle and their dad, Kevin. Yeah. Uncle and their dad. Yeah. It was, yeah. And all the details straight from the horses is his mouths on episode yeah. 125. That's yeah, right. Please listen to that, please. Yeah. And Man, share it with your friends. Episode. And historic, like just the history and the historical value of like the stories and them yeah. walking in the sportatorium and stuff. You just got to go listen to it. Yeah. yeah. And then, Obviously, and you'll get more than that. You get to know the guys a little bit more because we exactly. go a little bit. We go a little bit deeper. We, you know, that's why we're different than everybody else. We like to go outside of the box and get to know these mother <laughs> brothers, mother lovers. And then I am mother uh, lover. I like the mother. evolution. I like the evolution of the JP Dub, um, Claire, our new, you know, our new friend. I know, you know, we haven't met her in real life, but. Guitar uh, player also, from the Hallowed Catharsis. I almost the inter- messed that up. But interacting with her and getting to know her through interview and then listening to the two of you talk about metal and music and seeing the passion in, in like in both of your guys with, with your conversations was was awesome for me too. And then I got to pipe in and get long-winded about horror. And uh that was it was just cool. It was I mean, two back-to-back killer episodes. So yeah, props yeah. to uh props to you, Justin and yeah. Um, you know, onwards and upwards, fucking cool. Fuck and if yeah. you haven't yeah. listened to them, Same listen with, to them, man. Yep. And props Same to everybody. Episode, man. Yeah, props to everybody that has been listening and interacting. It's, hey, man, you guys are the real stars because we need you. And we need you to hit those like and subscribe buttons. And it's so fucking easy. And it's free. It don't cost <laughs> you a dime. You know, right. say so you're trying to sell this shit. You know, it's fucking good. You know, you like it. You know, it you is. love us. It, it was awesome, Y'all know man. how YouTube works. It's only been <laughs> right. 20 years. Yeah. Well, YouTube and, and if you guys listen <laughs> on any 20, podcasting yeah. platform, you know, make sure yeah, whether, it's, every- whether it's Juice Pro Wrestling Shops, right? And you fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> you can keep Whether you're listening to Juice like Pro Wrestling or you're listening to the JP Dub, which are two different entities within themselves. We're all the same, but they're different. Please. 
leave a rating and review, whether it's iTunes, Spotify. Yeah. I don't even know if you could do that on Spotify. I think I tried. I, I don't fucking know. I know you can on iTunes, but wherever you can yep. talk about us, please do. You know, please. we fucking love you for it. And thank and, you to everybody who's been participating in all the giveaways we've been doing uh, ooh, recently. Yeah. We've uh, partnered up with Fight TV. You guys need to go download the app. Um, we're going to be doing some more shit coming up here soon. Super easy. Giving away free codes. I, you know, I got to watch some shit over the weekend. I was very stoked about. We're going to get into that here in just a second. Um, but yeah, uh, we've given away codes to watch Eddie Kingston's uh, Grindhouse pay per view, uh, DDT mm-hmm. Pro, uh, the NWA United Wrestling Network. Um, there's and and plenty more. There's all kinds of shit. IWA. So, you know, you guys, it pays to listen to the juice. And I want to say it one does. more thing about and the that. follow. Yes. So right now, and this is a little bit background shit, little so- how the sausage is made shit. Um, it behooves you. I've never used that word out loud to join these contests. If you're on our Twitter, if you're on our YouTube, if you're on our Facebook, if whatever, on any of the social media, Instagram, the odds are in your favor, favor that you're going to win one of these codes. When our show blows up, in the way that I believe it will, your odds are going to be way smaller. Right it's now, be smaller and threatens <laughs> dick. Yep. <laughs> right. I was going to say, right now, you're in good hands. But uh, yeah, <laughs> go check those out. And the, Dude, odds are in your favor, man. <laughs> the one thing I wanted to uh, shameless, uh, shameless self promote is the JP Dub theme that I had. Uh, yeah. Oh. There and I had fun writing that bastard. That shit was fun. And yeah, it came out really good. Really, yeah, really did. fucking good. You know what? It kicks ass, too. I'm going to toot my own horn. I, it's one of the best things I've written. Hell, yeah. <laughs> now that we've got all the shameless plugging out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, So I did tune in. <laughs> I just want to say thank you to our homies at Fight again. Um, you know, I got to tune in to the IWA Mid-South uh, Prince of the Death match pay-per-view, which I think, Bo, did you watch that at all? I did. Yes, I did. I thought it was pretty damn good. Uh, yeah. The only the only thing I didn't like was, God damn, it took like a half hour or more to set up uh, the matches. The cage, the it was supposed oh, to be a yeah. barbed wire cage, and it was like two by fours or some shit Threatenwood build, and they had like a few <laughs> light tubes in it and like some barbed wire <laughs> circling around it. And I was like, man, it took, dude, it was like almost every bit of 40 minutes. And they come back and they're like, well, yeah, you was. know, if you don't like it, fuck you. We got to build this shit, you know, like. <laughs> I, yeah, I had to fast forward through that uh, intermission. I'm like, holy piss! Oh man, I watched it live. It so there forever. Were, I was, you know, oh, I, I forget. Man, yeah. I was, I'm always multitasking though. So I was either there rubbing one out or doing something promoting. <laughs> I'll but, go with uh, the first. I I thought it was fucking awesome. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs was there. Uh, who else? Who else? Yeah, to see that's a well known queen. Yeah, uh, Ricky Shane Page. Ricky Shane Page. Yep, he was there. Um, you had Jake Champ. Christ. Yep, Jake Christ. It was GCW champ lost yeah. to uh, Jake Christ, which is the IWA heavyweight champion. I thought it was cool. It was it, dude it was bloody. They had the fucking gussets and stuff. Dude, those oh, gussets, the gussets are brutal. They'll shred a motherfucker, dude. Shredded you, boss. Yeah, they will. Shredded wheat. I know, yeah, man. It's uh. Threaten Those things like are brutal, shit. dude. I've never done gussets, but holy piss. I've done whip. It's not gussets. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I've, yeah. uh, you know, I've, I've done barbed wire, thumbtacks, light tube stuff like that way back in the day. But, uh, yeah, not the gusset thing, dude. Those, that shit will fuck you up. Oh, yeah. And, dude, I like, like, I like watching it. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. Well, I've seen them pounded right into their arm. I'm like, yeah. My whole lady was freaking out too. Cause she's like, what the. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just 25 bucks a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price, period. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four-line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com. The fuck are they doing? It's like Dude, blood everywhere. The, <laughs> the salt? Are you gonna talk about the salt? Salt and then lemon juice. Lemon juice in the kiddie pools. Dude, <laughs> so, I was like, yes, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, it was it was pretty brutal, man. And you also had man bun roughing that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, he did every match, didn't he? Yeah, he. I think he was the only referee because nobody else. I ain't gonna referee that shit. <laughs> they just are you crazy up. that's all they can afford yeah 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 very fucking crazy but uh yeah, yeah. so you guys check out fight tv you can watch deathmatch shit like that you can watch a aew impact is on there there's all kinds of promotions on there um i want to get into real quick uh also coming up on fight is uh a aaw uh out of mm-hmm. chicago they will be doing their first show in Several, several months since the pandemic. It's called Alive, and it's this Thursday at 8, 8 p.m. So that's what, October 1st, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. It is. Last episode of September, guys, before we break into uh, my favorite time of year. <laughs> well, the, sp- the spookiest time of year. <laughs> fucking Halloween go, season. Paul. I can't wait no to give all, give you guys that 31 days of fear with the JP dub because all you motherfuckers out there listening are going to have lots of homework to do every day. Yep. You're going to be watching. See. You're going to be watching. You may not like what you're going to watch, but you're going to watch it. Well, you're going to watch. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Um, I, was about to, I was about to say something that escaped out. <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys uh well i didn't watch i'm gonna be honest with you i don't i don't really watch wwe <laughs> anymore but uh i'll tell you what i do like and we've talked about it uh you know the paul Heyman roman reigns mm-hmm. situation now roman's coming out with his shirt off looking all fucking sexy saucy dude that tats i love that tat dude and uh you know i love the the fact that they're calling him the tribal chief he beat the yes. living shit out of his cousin jay uso yep. great storytelling it's setting some shit up from now maybe him to plow through his other cousin uh jimmy uso yep uh, i loved yep. how he threw uh, the towel in yeah i love how they <laughs> throw the damn towel uh <laughs> throw the damn they, towel and he got laid afterwards it was great yeah how do you, you know, know? He, yeah I thought that it was one, awesome. I, I was waiting for that because I knew it was going to go over one of you motherfuckers' heads. But what? Bodie seems to have got it. Roman got yes. laid after the match. Threatened. Think about it. He's Samoan. Samoan. Oh, Jesus Samoan. Christ. <laughs> Samoan, man. Oh, my God. Are you bringing the D minus joke? Yeah, I think D-minus. you need Samoan common sense. That's what you need. Samoan. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, super you, funny. Give you a know, D plus in your fucking thorax. <laughs> right in the solar plexus, me and Jane. I think yeah. Wallace and I are going to have a hardcore match. Yep, we're going to do some But I only hardcore. need this. I don't need light tubes. I, I hey, do. What are you, I fucking mean, like in Friday like or something? Craig, back in my day, you <laughs> used <laughs> That's all you need. 
That's all you need. Macaroni. You win yeah. some, you lose some, but you live to you fight lose another some, day. You, yeah, you live to fight another day. Give me the gun, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of the gun. <laughs> uh, so this past weekend, too, Warrior Wrestling huh? wrapped up the stadium series. So what I a, see. Yeah, it was a banger, too, man. Um, the Dude, big, big kidding. story coming out of that is Trey from the Rascals, Trey Miguel, finally getting his singles moment and becoming New the Warrior champ. Wrestling champion. Uh, this is something that's kind of been teased in Impact for a little while. He's I, And this is something I don't understand because I love the Rascals as a trio. So it's kind of heartbreaking to see any one of them like kind of split off. It seems like Dez and uh, Zach are like the tag team now. And, you know, Trey's right. being pushed as the major singles guy, which no disrespect to any of them. I love all of them. I just I really love them as a fucking triple threat tandem, man. And I uh, too. I'm really missing like the treehouse segments. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. Well, um, I hope they bring it back. Those were awesome. Yeah, so they got to do something with that. And uh, but uh, it, it's really cool. It was really it was, in my opinion, it was the right thing to do. You know, um, it, it was a big shocker. You know, something to end. I mean, Warriors not going to be back. They're saying till spring, essentially, in twenty twenty one. Now that's why they did this uh, kind of overload with the stadium series. They gave you guys three weeks of a uh, a taste of what Warrior is, and it was really fucking cool. And once again, you can go back on fight and watch the whole damn thing. And I'm pretty sure it'll be available on high spots here soon, uh, wrestling network mm-hmm. here soon too. So you can fucking stream it there for those of you guys and gals that watch there. But um, dude, Trey, honestly, the guy deserves it, man. The guy fucking deserves it. It's uh, he's fucking the fresh. Prince, what do they call him? The Fresh Prince of Midair. <laughs> he's, the Power he's Slide a, Prince. Yeah, the Power Slide Prince. He's got a lot of cool shit. He does look like yeah. he could have been on an episode of Fresh Prince back in the day, maybe <laughs> as a stunt double for Will Smith or something. I don't know. But uh, the guy deserves it. He's super innovative. It, it's okay. really cool of Warrior to give these guys their first chance. They took a yes. chance like with Brian Pillman um, to kind of give him a what I would consider now to be a major title, at least on the indies in the mm-hmm. Warrior belt. You know, it's uh Brian Cage was the first okay, champ. Yeah, I was gonna say Cage had it. Um so I I mean just coming out of that, I, I was super happy, super stoked. And you could tell, and from what I heard through the grapevine, um, so Zachary Wentz was there and he didn't know. He didn't know that fucking Trey was going mm-hmm. over in this yeah. match. So like I just the look on thing. his face when he got in the ring and it was like just super emotionally, like holy fuck. That was a know? cool like, moment. Super cool. So yeah. Eric and Steve, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Uh-huh. <laughs> good job. Uh-huh. Awesome show. Great job. Yeah, dude. Cheers to those dudes, man. That stadium series was unbelievable. There's a few matches I haven't watched yet, but I went through and I watched at least a few matches from each show, like the match I really was looking forward to. And every, I mean, I'm not saying I wasn't looking forward to the rest of the matches, but the ones I really wanted to watch the most. Um, I hit up and do it. That stadium series kicked ass. Shout out to Joey Janela for almost killing Frank the Clown like oh my four god, times. dude! I, dude, I was <laughs> like, holy pissed that uh, Tombstone off with a ring apron through the door. My favorite <laughs> shit ever. He did. He gone and like that. yeah, I was like, dude, and the not like the way they pulled that off too. Like that's a lot of trust, you know, to put into your opponent to well, Warriors know that this. he knows what he's doing, and you know, and it was perfect. It looked great. 
Oh yeah, dude. It looked it looked fucking it looked brutal. <laughs> um dude, and off the goalpost was even better, man. I was like, Jesus, oh, I, was, was, I love this shit. I was like, that was the best. That was super cool. They went all out for for that match, Good. man. Yeah. You had Ego Anthony. Did you see Robert show. Robert Anthony's back? Yeah, dude, all cut up and scratched. Yeah. Cut up. <laughs> I'm uh, cut up. He was wearing the Jerry Lynn tribute attire too. Oh yeah. So I don't know if you guys caught that. He wore the same shit on uh, yeah. AEW Dark, I believe. Moon. Yeah. Oh. That's good stuff. But yeah, with uh, Pillman dropping the title, I was like, oh, he must have some sort of AEW deal because Cage did that right before he went to AEW, dropped the title. Yeah, and he, I know he's still with MLW too. So, yeah. I mean, who who knows with that? You know, right. I mean, it's uh, – and realistically, like, you know, if, I, if I'm the booker and I'm playing fucking booker and I'm not coming back till – 2021 you want to go out with a bang something that of people, course i don't you know let's be honest man i don't think i mean i did i kind of did I, i'm gonna shoot straight from the hip pow, pow. i thought trey was gonna win the damn thing and i was just did. thinking that to myself um when when you i was did, watching yeah. at home and uh but i i doubt the general wrestling fandom populace whatever you want to call them community really thought trey was going home with that title i didn't so I was, it, it was personally, I was hoping he would, yeah, I was hoping he would go home with it, but, um, I'm with Threaten. I thought Pillman Jr. was going to hold on to it. It didn't even cross my mind. And I, uh, I speak for, I speak for all of wrestling fandom. I am the, yeah, speak, you do. I am the mouthpiece of all of yes. wrestling fandom. Yes, you are. You're like the That's, traveler. I am the traveler. You're like the mouthpiece yeah. that needs a fucking tic tac. No. How dare you? How, that shit stays. I, I thought it was just smoky in his house. I didn't brush my teeth on Tuesday from the halitosis. <laughs> that's all he's rocking steady. <laughs> Ooh, oh. A little old school for you. Oh, yeah. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So shout the warrior yep. and, and everybody involved from the talent to the production crew. Um, just great memories, man. Great time. Yeah. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be at the first one. Um, Unfortunately, I couldn't attend the last two, but you know, life fucking happens, and I will yep. be at the forthcoming shows in 2021. So I'm excited to see I, what they're gonna I'm do. Looking forward to it too. I mean, they yeah. do. They set the. I mean, Warrior has been setting the independent wrestling, not just independent wrestling, but the wrestling world on fire since its inception. You know, with the quality of matches and talent that they bring in, and I think this stadium series just upped it a fucking notch, and it told people like, hey, look fucking pay attention to what we're doing because we're you have where you you need to be and right. what you need to watch yeah i saw warrior some tweets too from uh yep from uh warrior for actually some talent at warrior saying this is like a you know class a organization well run great communication stuff like that like you know just well, yeah treated i mean that's and it, i was like it, yeah you're not going to get anything different from them yeah, good vibes. I mean, you know, good word and all that shit travels fast within the, yeah. you know, the community and the town. I mean, we've been there. We know yeah, we've been fucking dudes, backstage. Man. We know yep. those guys and 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 we've seen people being taken Class care of. Hell, we've been taken care of by them, you know? Oh, like yeah. yep. it's I can't say enough nice things about what Steve and Eric and everybody 
is doing yes. up there at Marion Catholic High School. So that's why they deserve your guys' support. So go buy some yes. shirts at Pro Wrestling Tees, Warrior Wrestling. Do something. Support them guys, you know? Yeah. Buy, buy some DVDs. Buy some Blu-rays, man. Yeah, the Blu-rays, best of Warrior. That up. fucking, yep. I got that shit. I bought that shit. Oh, yeah. kicks ass. There you go. It rolls. It does. It rolls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Settle down, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then and next week, uh, you guys, we got, you know, once again, on fight, you guys can buy the bundle, but uh, do the collective. It's going to be an insane yeah. amount of shows. Joey Janela's spring break has been, you know, they, they've been announcing some just insane fucking shows, dude. Like, it, oh, you guys need to go online and just Google. <laughs> look it up. I, I can't remember all of them, dude. There's like fucking 10 shows or there 10 is plus 10 shows. shows. Isn't Bloodsport a part of that or no? Blood, yeah, Bloodsport is, and that's going to be another killer show. That's what uh, Moxley versus yep. Chris Dickinson. That, yep. that should be fucking awesome. Oh, my God, yeah. It's Jimmy Lloyd's got that state. show too. Yeah, dude. It's in Indiana. Effie, I think Effie's got a show. Yeah. Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Yeah. There's there's so yep. many. Like I said, all you guys got to do is Google the Collective 2020. You guys can find the schedule and all that there. Mm-hmm. There is a bundle available on Fight. I think it's like 130 bucks. But with this is a WrestleMania caliber weekend. Yes, it is. Card put together. <clears throat> you know, these guys, all these promotions came back after this pandemic and everything we've all been through all year and after shit was canceled down in Tampa and they're like hey let's do it in fucking Indiana let's do it and they're Where it's else? gonna be insane it's gonna be insane and I'm upset I have a chance if I really really I guess wanted to be there I probably could but uh you know adulting right now so I'm not gonna be there See? but I will be watching on fight so oh you will be watching I'll oh, be yes. uh I'll be fully erect and mm-hmm. at attention Watching. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh-uh, no, please. Pete so, Steele, put it away. Hey, something else, a, a real quick hot take I want to do before I want to uh, get into our main topic of the week. Um, I don't know if you guys heard about uh, Joey Ryan. Remember that no. guy? <laughs> well, now well, he's apparently, <laughs> he's a, uh, <laughs> yeah, I see Mecca Wolf pissing on his likeness on Twitter. <laughs> what, up, <laughs> what up, Wolf? Um, Mm. What is he a televangelist now? No, he's so he's turning around and <laughs> suing everybody, like or at least three of the main people that accused him of yeah. all the shit he did. And it, dude, it's for like the sum of ten million yeah, plus. He's talking about, well, I've lost. You know, I used to have a thousand Twitter followers a day and yep. Instagram followers, Instagram, bar I'll wrestling lose. stuff. Yeah, you know all this shit. He lost everything. I mean, well, yeah, merchandise hey, man, venues. You don't be a fucking scumbag. You won't fucking lose this shit. Right. And I, I, I used to sit here and think, I'm like, you know, I mean, hey, every man or woman deserves their day in court to kind of, uh, I mean, if there's enough substantial facts. But, hey, I was never around that guy but one fucking time, one or two times. I never saw anything. But there's people that have been around them for years. And like I said, when we have Mecha Wolf on, go back and check out that episode because it fucking rules. Yes, it does. I mean, he... He knew about it. He said he'd known shit for years. And and he is one of many. So it's kind of hard, you know, to stand up for someone, whether you love the gimmick or not, or, you know, you don't know what quality of person they really are when there's so many different people that are saying that, hey, well, yeah, I fucking know. I knew about either A, that shit that did happen, or some shit that happened that people don't know about yet, or I could see that happening. You know, it's just, it's fucked up. So now he's turning around 
and he's he's trying to sue. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, man, I get it. I get that he's lost a lot of shit and a lot of income. But here's the deal. Like, bro, you were so canceled, like so fucking canceled by this whole movement. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to try to find something else to do. You know, I mean, what's your guys' take on that? Because there's no way that I really see him. I thought I saw it had to have been old stuff. And I've seen he's been reloading, uploading shit on YouTube um, from various shit from bar wrestling and all that. But uh, real quick, I want to get your guys' take on, you know, is is he fucking insane for doing this? Is, you know, th- should he just give it up and call it a career in pro wrestling and do something else? What do you guys think about that? We'll start with Bodie. Ah, yay. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, this is kind of like a Hail Mary here to try and save whatever type of face he has now. Like, I think, you know what I'm saying? He's gonna, like He's got a dick shredded. Yeah, and he's shredded dignity. Um, any shred of dignity that he has, or he's just trying to, you know, dignity. Like I said, it's a last dish effort kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, you don't don't throw yourself in those kinds of situations. Don't play the creep. Don't play the toucher, man. And you won't yeah. get into shit like this and lose everything you've worked so hard for. You Please know, don't I mean? burn like, on the grill. Yeah, exactly. Right. Do throw another shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, I, I agree with Pody, and I agree with you, Justin. I, I, this is a, one of those last swings before to try to get some semblance of maybe picking up some sort of pieces or maybe, you know, something blows over in three or four years and he could try to come back to wrestling in some capacity. Uh, but he needs he, I, I, he needs to move on. It sucks. He's lost his career. It does. But, um, uh, and I was, I was on the fence when he first gave that one hour long YouTube thing. And when I was hearing some of the stories, um, I, people are going to get mad at me, but I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. I don't want, I'm not canceling somebody just because somebody unto- told me to, and especially wrestling Twitter, especially wrestling rumor mill, especially, you know, in my example that I lean on recently is always Tessa Blanchard. Like, like she almost got canceled. Like she almost did. And she addressed that stuff this week also on Twitter. Um, or not on Twitter. She made some statement somewhere publicly. I saw it on Twitter, like the, you know, her quote about, you know, I'm, I'm not a racist. I, I, you know, I try to do my best with everything, but anyways, back to Joey Ryan. Um, I was borderline on his side after everything only because of, uh, you didn't even like the gimmick. No, I hated the gimmick. I hate the the, the, the gimmick. I I thought he was like Chris Montes as a wrestler. (laughs) Well, the the major thing I hated was, so it turns out that he was a a creep, and not only a creep, but a super creep. And and even that. He's a weirdo. What the hell was he doing here? He don't belong here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But but like, um, in my eyes, he was just a single dude trying to, trying to put the moves on some chicks and he did it half the time, like not in a good way, but I don't think it was that bad. But then you hear from other people, not that he's a creep, but that he's a dick and he's selfish and he fucks with people and he's not like a cool dude. Now my interactions with him and seeing him like watching all these guys at like freelance and whatever, he was always super cool um, to everybody, but that's not, you know, I don't know. That, what that I don't ain't know. shit. You know, I mean, yeah, that's two, two times some, out of how many, you know, somebody like Mecca Wolf, somebody like other people that, that will say shit, um, you know, not, not just that, but I had a huge issue with his gimmick combined with, all right. So a lot of people knew it as a creep, but a lot of people in those wrestling circles 
Maybe it was his power. I don't know. We're complete. Recruiters, reduce your cost per candidate by about 50% with CareerBuilder. We connect you to qualified, diverse candidates at every stage of the hiring funnel. CareerBuilder Talent Acquisition Suite. Software packed with talent. Visit hiring.careerbuilder.com forward slash recruit. Let CareerBuilder help you rehire fast. Post your next job with CareerBuilder and get an application rate that's nearly seven times higher than our competitors. CareerBuilder, we're building for you. Visit hiring.careerbuilder.com forward slash recruit. And this is what gets me in trouble with at least his dick gimmick. And like, if you're a creep outside the ring and your gimmick is dick grabbing and the porn twist and or the porn plex and whatever the fuck. Uh, you porn plex, you stupid fucking idiot. Whatever. I don't care. I don't give, I don't give a shit about him. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. Like, right. I, I wish him, I hope that he figures it out. I don't know anything to say outside of that, but um, I also had a huge problem with the fact that the whole wrestling community, the indie community and other community, like they, they were, uh, they're, I'm cool with touching your dick, but then if you actually want me to do that later in some sort of like romantic context, you're an asshole. Like, it's weird. Yeah. It's a weird intermix of of a lot all of that fucking shit. weirdos out there. In, not in, I wasn't into it. I don't like not it our audience. Me. So you guys aren't weirdos. We fucking <laughs> love you. Oh man, I, I had a problem with it. Uh, but but yeah, this is a last last ditch effort. It's not going to work. Yep. He's still going to be canceled. And you know, you know, it's uh. But going back to what I said a couple minutes ago, um, about you know every man and or woman deserves their day in court. Yeah. Uh, you know, a fair trial and all that shit. Um, I was seeing. Today, as a matter of fact, uh, some women talking about it because, you know, people are tweeting about this, you know, and saying, hey, fuck Joey Ryan. It's his last fucking, you know, he's trying to get out there and get one last uh, one last cash grab if you wheel. And, yeah, maybe he is. I mean, you know, he's lost a lot of revenue. He probably got used to living a certain lifestyle after what he was making because the dude was, you know, he was on the up and up for a while. And, uh, yep. but I saw this girl tweet, and I can't remember twitter handle and whatever it's not important but she was like you know in all fairness or whatever like okay so this shit did happen let it go to court he deserves to be guilty in court not uh public opinion on fucking twitter you know like twitter who who the fuck is twitter to judge anybody because i guarantee you when you start digging up some fucking skeletons especially most of these motherfuckers dude you know <laughs> no shit they don't use deodorant. They're probably filthy rapists and shit and doing all this other weird shit. I, I don't know. Dude, I'm just going to be straight. I'm going to be straight because this is how the internet community is. It's not just internet mm. wrestling, dude. It's, it's fucking nasty it's motherfuckers that live in a dungeon and like have this warped world perspective of shit and that just want to shit on everybody and they want to make everything horrible and they'll try to get anything they can by any means necessary whether they're forcing themselves on people or doing whatever i'm just saying there's a lot of a lot of fucking pieces of shit out there and i'm calling them all out right now because it, it's bullshit for you and whether this guy did this shit or not we've talked about this before so i'm gonna end real quick because we don't need to go too far in depth um I'm just saying that there is a large percentile of fake ass motherfuckers out there. So please, everybody, please, if you listen to the juice, have try to find the ability to see through some bullshit. If you can, it's a very hard thing to have. Sometimes it's it, I mean, it's it, you just can't do it. You just don't know. You're fooled by these fucking weirdos. But just don't DTA, you stupid son of a bitch, as Stone Cold would say, you know. 
It's just too many weirdos out there, man. But you can trust in us because, hey, the juice will set you free. Yeah, sort of. Wait, did you just quit the show? He just quit the show. All right, Bodie, it's me and you. Fuck that guy. Yep. He left. You guys can talk to Animal. Looks like our work here is done, boys. All right. (laughs) Well, (laughs) well, now it's time what I want to talk about. Well, go for it. Okay. I know what I want to talk about. I do want to bring up... uh, um, I thought it's something I've been thinking of for a while now, and um, I can't remember where I saw it on Twitter, but there was like that uh, a poll on Twitter, like who's got the best women's division? And everyone was like, Yeah, pretty much impact, you know? Yeah, um, WWE has got a lot of depth, NXT's got a lot of depth, which brought me thinking like AEW, you know, has been people have been very critical on them in their women's division and like how many matches they feature on Dynamite and stuff. Um, how can we make it better? I wanted to get your thoughts on this too, and I'm not going to dwell too long on it, but I was thinking for like myself, I watch dark and they're doing a lot of building on AEW dark of their women. We'll see it, and not women's to cut fans. you off, uh, Bodie, but that's going back to the shit where people, Hey man, people just want to bitch about shit. Just yeah, a bitch exactly. and be assholes. That is AEW programming, but they're pissed. Me. Well, it's not on dynamite. Okay. You know, maybe they're letting it build in another place, but it's still their programming. It's still accessible to every it's accessible to more people than dynamite because everybody has access to YouTube for the most part. I mean, let's be fucking realistic about it. Let's put it to you that fucking way. More people have the power to watch AEW dark than they fucking do dynamite, because Mm -hmm. if you don't have fucking TNT or cable TV, got YouTube, got YouTube, you know, and they got. Dude, there's a lot of talent in that women's division and that I see on Dark. And now you got Diamante, you got Eva Lee. They brought in yeah. Thunder Rosa. And yep. people always got a bitch about that shit. Well, they, why do they got to bring in a different promotional wrestler to try and get their women over? I think it's smart decisions, smart book. Who cares why? It's so good. Over. Yeah. It's great shit with her and Sheeta. It's good shit, man. Y'all are forgetting um, that one chick. No, don't worry. No, no, no. You got no. Abaddon. God damn it. God damn it. It sounds <laughs> like a Abaddon. fucking prehistoric a shark monster, name. man. She's she's a monster. Anna J. Anna J is so killer Anna in the Jay ring. Anna J is cool. Uh too Ty, bad that Ty Conte. Yeah. Ty Conte. Statlander's hurt right now, but you got hurt. I did I did also she's hear a rumor that uh Statlander was at Warrior Wrestling Stadium Ooh. series at the last one. I hear that. I like hearing that. Backstage. But yeah. I mean you got all that going on. And then uh, you know, if something like Let's say, not saying this would happen, but, you know, fantasy booking, Charlotte Flair gets out because you haven't seen a lot of her. You know, she might be hurt. I heard she was, and she's got a lot of stuff going on. But I don't what care if she to see any more of her in WWE. Like, hey, that yeah. would be great. That would be great just I because think that would just, you just boosted it. You know? She's done, Charlotte has done everything she can do in the E, dude. Yes. And they're just going to, because of who she is, dude, I think she would, she would gain a lot more of my respect. And I think a lot of, um, of the uh, the smarter marks out there, <laughs> <laughs> respect if if she did leave right. and go somewhere else, yeah. you know they probably own the rights to the fucking name. Yeah, who knows? Her, what's probably. her her real name's like Ashley Fleer or whatever right. the fuck. But I mean, but, you reach a point, and that's how it was back in the days. That's like in the territory system. You you know, like you would stay around there for a little bit. You'd work all the top talent, and then you go somewhere else, right? Because it gets old. And what WWE's doing, it's like, you know, and they've been doing it for years upon years upon years now. How many times have you seen the same fucking match? You know, whether oh, it's know. Dolph Ziggler versus 
whoever the fuck at the time or, right. you know, Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns, you know, like whoever the fuck is my favorite wrestler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. It's just, it's people need to fucking just get yeah. over themselves, man. I mean, start your own fucking company. If you think you're so fucking great. And if you don't have the, if you yeah, don't have no the shit. fucking funding and go work your ass off and find a way to do it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now what would, uh, would you guys think? They should entertain the thought of bringing in Tessa. Do you think they should? Oh yeah, entertain the thought because oh, yeah. she's a hell of a talent, man. Yeah, I mean, regardless with, even of, with all the bullshit aside, yeah. and regardless and, you know, of all whatever, the bullshit, I, I, I still totally, think that's. And I would totally get her before WWE does. Right. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> probably she'll probably go to the E. I mean, that's the More thing likely. is now you got two companies that can really. I mean, they both can throw exorbitant amounts of money oh, yeah. now. Yeah, it's not like. I think a lot of times maybe people seem to forget that AEW is owned by a family that has more money than WWE is even worth. True. You know? They I mean, own dude, football they, and soccer teams. Yeah, dude. They're and a minor league baseball team, I think. Billionaires, dude. I think Vince is just a billionaire on fucking his own mind anymore or on paper or something. Who knows <laughs> what his actual worth is? I don't play all that shit. But, I never uh, lie about my finances. You fucking lie. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Bitch. Where's my data card? I bet Huss. you got it. Huss. 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 I invented that word. Hustle your ass off and give me some more buy rights. These That's copyright infringement. tanking. I trademarked that three years ago. I'll trademark your taint. I'll I trademark already did. your taint. I'll, I'll trademark, trademark my taint. Linda's taint. Linda? Linda? I forgot. I, my taint's been trademarked. I trademarked it in 90, 1992, right before Stone Cold. I skid marked my undies. Well, I'll skid mark you. You. Oh, man. You're, you're, skids. Fired. you're a, fucking fired. Let's hire a wrestler called Skids. Skid marks on his underwear. That's good shit. He's going to smear he's, shit on the carpet. He's got <laughs> a poop. He's got a poop. He's <laughs> got a poop. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the three Vince's always a pleasure to have around. Always good to have that. Um, so yeah, kind of ending your uh thing yes. on like what can AEW do? I'd like to hear your um, thoughts. I, I think uh I mean I think they're on the path. You know, we've said this a million times when people start critiquing AEW and you know, some people, even friends of the show, uh that talk shit and it's like, well, it's just this, it's a glorified independent wrestling show and I don't care if it is or not. I mean, I, independent wrestling is where the fuck it's at right now. Yeah, yeah no shit. You know, right? what, you're just jealous maybe because your promotion or something ain't fucking on TNT. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I, I do. I guess I do get the thing though where spit it out. Well, I'm trying to think about it because it's it. Man, I get where people are bitching about like on Dynamite how you don't have enough women time. I do get that, okay? But it historically with wrestling and, and all the male talent and all they got, and not trying to be fucking sexist about it, but, I mean, it's it's a male-dominated sport. I'm sorry. If you want, like, female wrestling all the time, guess what? There Stardom. is shit for that. There's stardom. There's shimmer. Stardom's there's all, the kinds, all kinds of good-ass shit. You know, you can't yeah, fault this company for not being what you want especially in this day and age, because that just makes you a fucking asshole when there is something you want just in a different area or a different region, territory, mm-hmm. whatever. So that's what makes most of you 
people fucking suck the the proverbial dick. Yeah, um, go watch Dark, man. They got the dude. Their matches are so good. They did, and they got up and coming yeah. talent. They got indie yeah. talent. They, dude, come on. I so I don't really think. I just think they need to stay the course. And uh, I think oh, yeah. bringing Thunder Rosa in was great. It was it was good pop. It's good for um, the wrestling world as a whole because NWA got the rub and vice versa. And you know they've had some good matches already. So hey, I don't I don't see anything wrong with what they're doing necessarily right now. And I'm hey, guess what, guys? That's okay if you disagree with me because you're wrong. <laughs> Remember that. Take that to the bank, which is mm-hmm. you bastards. I don't have what an about, opinion because I think uh, I think they'll be fine a year from now. Any oh, any yeah. any storyline issues? Look at Dark Order. Any, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and then in, in these times, they'll, they'll be fine. And then, and then <laughs> I agree with you, Sran. I don't know I, how much. Sorry, how much yeah. of a percentage of time do you think the women's division gets on Dark? Do you think it's the majority of the time? I think it's half like the time. Yeah, like half the time. I I swear there's like three or four matches every Dark, and there's usually nine or ten matches on Dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually nine matches. So I would say there's like all the time. I want to say four matches. Yeah, there's on dark um, that are women matches. That's what it feels like to me anyway. Every time I see a AEW dark card, I'm like, man, there's like four four matches. Here's five wins matches. Here's three. Just depends yeah. on the week. Going but forward, I'm not majority of the time it's like four. Sorry, uh, I'm not going to apologize anymore <laughs> about being AEW marks. It's obvious that we are, and that's just what oh, yeah. we like. And it, it, that, that connotation of like, I mean, I like it mark. all. I really, yeah, exactly. I really do, I except do for WWE. But hey, was I, I need just to get singing, better? Was I singing the fucking praises of Roman Reigns, the guy that everybody fucking hated? Yeah, a year or two ago, that was great storytelling. By the way, great storytelling. I was, yeah, they can get some shit right, but as a whole, they're not good. They're not good. No. So let me sing the praises of a company that I feel. And here's the other thing. Guess what? It's my fucking opinion. It's his opinion and his opinion. If you don't like it, you don't have to, but you certainly got to suck it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick. So before we get in the main topic, topic, because we got to wind down here, we got to, it's getting a little too out of fucking control. Yeah. I want to know this from you guys, and I fucking hate politics. I don't like politics in the workplace, fucking especially in pro wrestling. Um, nope. I don't like them in life in general. Are they necessary to an extent? Maybe. But, uh, like, at least in the U.S., where we come from, our political system is a big steaming pile of shit, and it's a bunch of bickering-ass fucking gang. It's basically gang warfare, you know? And they're Led fighting for your... Led by old dudes with big, big ass fucking pockets and lots of bullshit propaganda. Anyways, mm-hmm. so The Rock came out this week and publicly endorsed Joe Biden for the presidential run. Now, here's the thing I'm not fucking voting because I'm done with that shit. Because ain't a motherfucker going to get in there unless it's myself, uh, you know, an American, by the way, because I'm not Republican, I'm not Democrat. Last time I checked, I'm fucking American. And you all should be too. Join us. Um, he endorsed Joe Biden, right? It kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I saw it rubbed uh, a guy like Val Venus talk candidly about it, who I, Val Venus is a big pot smoker, big, he's got his own cannabis thing going on. Um, he is, I've watched in the going back five, six years ago, he had a lot of videos on YouTube that he was talking to dudes, very educated man, knows his shit. I was never a big Val Venus fan. Um, he is one of those conspiracy guys, and I, I'm not the guy that, you know, 9-11 was an inside job, all that shit. 
I mean, do are there some things like that? Do I think that happened? <laughs> yeah, but that's not me. I ain't the one. Um, but what I'm getting at is, and I'm going to get your guys' opinion. You're going to have a minute to talk about this. So um, I just, it really rubbed me the wrong way. That's like, God damn it, dude, Dwayne, as much good um, that you bring people and entertainment. And it's like, fuck. And in, now here's the thing. You guys are going to sit there. Well, Juice, you're going to shit on him for voicing his opinion, do whatever. And yeah, you're right. You know, I am. And that is wrong. He does have the right to do that. But do you guys think that uh, specifically wrestler wrestlers in general, but celebrities, I mean, do we really fucking need that in our fucking politics? Is that just kind of like off the like off the mark, you know, dude, like, I mean, I get it's a it's a marketing game. It's like selling the idea of leadership in this fucking douchebag or this fucking giant turd. But uh, there you go. <laughs> I mean, do you think it's necessary? And what do you guys think of fucking The Rock's decision to fucking endorse a a, a political candidate? Not specific. You know, I'm not trying to be specific about the person, but just in general. We'll start Russell with Brand. Sweating. Russell Brand had a quote about uh, celebrity a few years ago when he kind of shifted from being a even he still does stand up, but from his movie career and oh, becoming to enlightened. And well, the quote was when he was a nobody and he had political opinions because he's a really smart guy, people told him to shut the fuck up because he's a nobody. And then when he was a celebrity where people would follow him and follow certain things, like he talks a lot about meditation and improving your life. And when he talked politics, again, people were like, oh, you're a celebrity, shut the fuck up. So what's he supposed to do? How's he supposed to do it? Uh, I have no problems with anybody talking about any Mm-hmm. Like we live in a world where absolutely everybody that has a voice, especially the celebrities and now even like sports figures, which it irritates me, they are required oh to not just be good at the thing they do or do the thing that gets them paid. They have to have a brand. The Rock has a brand. Most NBA players have a brand. Most football players have a brand, baseball, all that shit. And these leagues are starting to require these guys to get on Twitter. You can't just be like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fucking with Twitter. Like I don't like it. Or I'm not fucking with Instagram. They're required by a lot of their higher ups and their PR people to yeah, do yeah. this stuff. Um, and then they have to, they have to toe the line between um, giving super personal shit, which I don't think we should really have access to any of that stuff, even though it is super interesting. I want to know what, what the rock eats for breakfast. I do. He's a celebrity. I want to know how he works out. I want to know all that stuff. If he said he wants to endorse one guy Mark. or another guy, I got no problems with that shit. I got no problems because I also don't give a shit. I know what I'm going to, like, I am going to vote. I know who I'm voting for. And I, and if somebody else wants to give their opinion, it's cool. Cause it's not going to affect mine. So as long as they're not going around constantly doing stuff. And if they do, I'm just not going to listen to it. I have, I have, I have uh, no problems with it. I think it's weird that we are in a time in 2020 and it's been happening for probably the last 10 years where your political opinion can make people like be turned off by you. That shouldn't ma- it shouldn't matter because those guys shouldn't also shouldn't matter that much. Like if, if the president blows a fart, we shouldn't all be in an uproar, but hey, that's another. But it, it, yeah, it is. And isn't that what the plan is divide and mm-hmm. conquer. Yeah, yep. it is. Of course. It Bodie, is. what do you think real quick? Um, I don't know. I don't think it doesn't matter to me. I don't. It I don't doesn't like matter what you think. Bodie. It doesn't matter. Next topic. <laughs> I just <laughs> I don't think. I uh, yes, I did. Um, that doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't affect me at all. I don't like seeing like celebrities and stuff like that coming out to endorse because it's just a, to me. It's like a 
marketing gimmick like you were saying it's yeah, just it's for just, money it's, it's for fame it's, it's for here tweets. i am now entertain me i don't want your fucking yeah, exactly you know, like, like i like you but I, I ain't so invested in you that i give a fuck about right. your political opinions and politics are so full of shit anyway that i watch exactly. these entertainers i watch these sports stars or these games to get away from that bullshit i watch wrestling to get away from some of that bullshit it's like a, it's a release from that yeah. so when you're seeing all this everywhere for. it's like come that's on. especially when it's like, you're getting inundated with this shit 24 hours a day 24 yeah. hours a day you have like, to have a, want... a political opinion everything right. has been politicized exactly like if, if you tell me you like white claw and i don't like white claw there's gonna people be people out there gonna be like fuck Stratton. yeah if you tell me you like bud light seltzer <laughs> and i'm like i'm not really into it you'll be like you know what fuck that dude Always, yeah. forever, because exactly. he doesn't like hard seltzer. Chill out. Yeah, but because, it's because you don't like Anheuser Busch products. That's yeah. why. Now, I also like the last thing I'm going to say, and we'll move on. I'm going to try to say it as fast as I can. Cool. There are those people that believe that our current political situation and the uh, the the health of our nation um, is at a uh, kind of turning point. They are they are that dramatic, give or take, if it's true or not. I'm not going to say what I think about it because it's unnecessary, but uh, so they will give their opinions because they think it's that important mm -hmm. to say something because it will influence the rocks opinion will influence a shitload. It of people. will influence people. Oh yeah. That's what I don't like. That's and that's all I have to say. I want to end it on that because we don't fucking do that shit. I was just no, wondering because don't. as it pertains to wrestling and the rock being one of the biggest wrestling figures in history um, and having really good, they skills. knew it's, it's strategic. True. It's strategic. It's, it's a money thing. You know, it, 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 it's so weird. It's anyways, it's, I don't fucking <laughs> like it. It doesn't mean I'm not like, if he puts out a movie, I won't be like, Oh, well fuck him. You know, it's just yeah. going to be like, okay, well, he's a celebrity. He's got a lot of money. He's entitled to be a fucking closet douchebag. You know, he's, in, he's entitled to be bought out because that's just what he's fucking put himself in. That's, I guess that's how the world fucking operates, at least in the United States. So anyway, I can still, yeah, I still enjoy watching his movies, so it's not going to change that at all for me. Yeah. Put it that way. We'll just say that and we'll move on because politics suck a bag of dicks. Anyways, the main topic of the week, I want to spend uh, uh, the last two minutes. remaining minutes. Yeah. Two minutes that we have. Cause uh, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta wrap it up here is um, so last week, last week in the Von Erichs episode, if you guys watched on YouTube, you noticed that uh, we did the um, 10 bell salute and there was a picture for road warrior animal who passed away um, last week. Uh, this, I mean, it, and as you can see right now, I got the wrestling buddy. You can't see it. If you're listening on podcast, you know, in audio ways or whatever, however the fuck you say it. <laughs> Anyways, I, I'm getting ramped up because dude, this one, this is like, one of the wrestling deaths that really affected me really fucking deep down, dude. And he's one of the guys that, um, you know, a few years ago I had the opportunity to meet him and I was just awestruck. And it's like the same thing though. That was kind of in a way for me, um, training for what we're doing now when I have guys like the Von Erickson, you know, PCO and all these wrestlers on the show, to not be a complete fucking douchebag when I'm interviewing them or be robotic, you know, to just be me. And that's the one thing I think a lot of people lack in life is to be yourselves around somebody. Unless you're an absolute complete batshit fucking weirdo, then don't be yourselves, you know, put on the show. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I had the chance to meet him <laughs> a couple years ago with my son, uh, got to wear the fucking spikes and talk to him a minute and uh, approach him and do the whole hawk, you know, thing like, well, um, and I just remember him, dude, he fucking, he loved it. And he just looked at me. He's like, man, that's fucking good, dude. Like, 
It's like, thanks. You know, and uh, we had like a five minute conversation. I can't really remember much of it. I mean, but uh, just the aura of as a child growing up, dude, I'm sorry. I love the Young Bucks. There's I love Rock Roll Express. There's a lot of great. I love Lucha Brothers. There's a lot of great tag teams. Okay, the Dudleys. No one. No one will ever, ever, ever. Ever be Hawk and Animal, the LOD, the Legion of Doom, aka the Road Warriors. No one will ever attain the greatness and the status that these guys attained throughout their career as being just a, a fucking draw. They put asses in seats. They were intimidating as fuck. They were legit as fuck. They were too legit to quit. Hi, hi. And it was all there. So for me growing up, dude, it was it was super powerful shit. And, you know, we've talked a million times on the show about powerful characters and gimmicks that transcend generations. And this is this is one of them. You know, like when I heard the news, I was like, fuck, man, I was going to work. And I'm like, I'm like trying to hold off fucking crying and shit. And it's like he's not someone I knew personally. But, you know, when you're attached to these celebrities and everything you know especially when it's someone you grew up with you know um it hurts even that much more someone that and someone that i was looking to do some business with as far as like getting on the show i mean he followed us on social media and shit um i had a couple of brief interactions with him via social media and like i said when i got to talk to him and uh i remember being in the bathroom right before i was leaving the vent i was at and he he had walked in i'm just like holy shit it's fucking <laughs> like you know i wasn't not that i was trying to look at his dick or anything but you know it's <laughs> like <laughs> hey what are you packing in? are you really an animal <laughs> <laughs> he's got a he's got a piss. he's got a poop but uh, <laughs> it was just, it was weird. And it may not resonate with anybody or you guys. And I don't really fucking care, but it did with me. Um, he walked in. It, it was a hot fucking August day. Um, and he starts washing off that iconic fucking face paint, you know? And uh, I don't know. It just, it made me stop dead in my tracks and wash it off. And uh, I forgot what I even fucking said to him, dude, because I was so like just mesmerized, you know? And he's, he said something back to me like oh yeah you know i gotta get out of here and you know time to go and shit and it was just it was one of those moments that you never you know you never think you'd be close to a person like that and get to have that conversation with them and there's a lot of people that had a hell of a lot more and i'm telling you like just that little interaction how much it fucking meant to me um dude it's just it's it's super sad um I don't think wrestling, I mean, there's been a lot of wrestlers to die. It's almost become a fucking tradition that, you know, out of nowhere, someone is going to fucking somebody big is of some Uber notoriety is going to pass. For me, this one was really, really, I'm, I'm getting fucking teared up talking about this shit. (laughs) You motherfuckers. Um, Dude, I, I fucking love the Road Warriors, man. I yeah. loved, you know, a metal guy. Like, I loved the... I remember being, like, fucking seven, eight years old and having the old, like, AWA figures, you know, like the He-Man mm-hmm. uh, figures. I had those. And, uh, dude, when they were coming out to, like, fucking Black Sabbath, Iron Man back in the day, yeah. and just 
brick shit houses that you wouldn't dare fuck with these dudes because they were legit and you know booked from Chicago, you know, from Chicago, Illinois, even though they moved out of Chicago, went right. from that group in Minnesota that it's sad to see now a lot the Minnesota wrecking crew, whatever right. you want to fucking call Kurt them. Henning is part Kurt of Henning, that Rick Rude, um Rude. Hawk Animal. Um dude, a lot of those guys are dead. You got Barry Darso and uh Nikita Koloff yep. left. Um, the Grandma Bees crew. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, uh, Grandma Bees <laughs> nice. was a bar they all used to bounce at, and they'd have competitions. Um, how far they could toss motherfuckers out, and how many stumbles yep. they could take. Like <laughs> these dudes were fucking beasts, man. And uh, I don't know. There's just a lot of moments that are so iconic with these guys. Yep. Um, wh- whether it's through WCW, um, the NWA, the AWA. Uh, WWF, WWE, um, even TNA. You know, their last pretty much hurrah was with Total Nonstop Action, aka Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Um, they made a comeback, and uh, yeah, I just want to say like condolences to fucking family and friends, yep. man, because it's uh, it's just it's a big one, it, man, for me yeah. and for the wrestling world, and it's something that like. Dude, it really fucking sucks. And and we say it about all these people, these sports icons and movie icons. Well, they'll never be another this, this, and that. I mean, dude, there won't. You know, often imitated, but never fucking duplicated. You've seen guys, you know, Demolition was WWE's version of fucking right. the Road Warriors. You had uh, as recently as The Ascension. Yeah. They were trying to pass off as road warrior esque, you know, and it just it couldn't capture that magic, dude. If you go guys go back and watch how not only intense and they're real big, real hard, real stiff, you know, <laughs> that came from the Road Warriors DVD, um, that they were uh in their promos too, just super intense, super fucking intense. And that package with uh precious Paul Ellering, man. Oh my god. Uh so it's just, dude, I, you know, it kind of leaves me um, speechless, man, because yeah. it's, it's fucking. There's rough, never going to be, there's never going to be another pop named after someone, the Road Warrior Pop. That's how all the, all the boys would describe it. They called it the Road Warrior Pop because once they came out, out of those curtains, the crowd would go apeshit. Dude. You never saw that anywhere else. And, no. you know, I love the Road Warriors. That, like I said, uh, that, that video, I, me with us uh, 89 match you know with the steiners that match was one of my favorites go back and watch that it's so good good storytelling good action and just two very athletic very strong teams like powerful you talk about raw power too you know like these guys could legitimately kick your ass you know and like when i was gotten to wrestling and me and my buddy jay we tagged in milwaukee the promoter and us emulated like that street toughness from the road warriors. So they influenced a lot of people and they influenced me. And yeah, I am with you on Justin. It's a tough one. Cause and, I up to it, like tag team wrestling. I mean, as a whole today, I mean, they redefined it, you know, they made it, you know, you had your guys that on the technical side, um, like the, the rock and roll express and whatnot, the heart. Yeah. But dude, nobody, I mean, they made tag team wrestling as big yeah. as it, as it became. they, I mean, dude, they were up there. I'm sorry, man, but the fucking Road Warriors were up there with your Hulk Hogan's. You know, like mm-hmm. a mo- most of the time, you talk about like Road Warrior, and <laughs> people know who the fuck you're talking about, like Hawk and Animal. They will fucking know that's how big and how important 
they are and were to the sport of professional wrestling. Yeah. And I just, I remember, uh, dude, like being a kid, uh, WrestleMania eight at the Hoosier dome. And I was right fucking there. And you guys go back and watch it when they come back out and they, uh, reintroduced Paul Ellering, um, with them. Cause at that time he hadn't been with LOD as they had become known in WWF back then. So it was, dude, I was, and I knew all about that shit, you know, like from the beginning, um, the, the history with those guys. And so I'm fucking sitting there, this young ass kid. I don't fuck, man. What is this? 92. I'm fucking probably, I don't even know how old I am. Um, but I'm standing there, dude. And I'm right as mean gene, another absolute fucking legend. Uh, the voice in my opinion of like just interviewing and, and, so much dude just so much um staying there as a young kid man and i'm right next to these guys right in the corner you could see me on the fucking pay-per-view in my wrestlemania hat. <laughs> and my like my girlfriend was like wow like look at him like because dude my eyes were lit up like you couldn't there were you know you can't i can't describe that feeling to you guys you had to, you would have had to have been there and been me in that moment um mm-hmm. and and just looking at those big ass motherfuckers dude that were like God damn, they were fucking like, and not even like superheroes, but just this entity in my mind that was like, God damn, this is so fucking tough. These guys are so badass. Like, <laughs> and now Paul Ellering's back with them too, dude. And it was like, it was the shit, dude. And I was so fucking honored to like be there and 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 humbled because it's you know I I mean a lot of people don't, especially at that young age, man, don't get a lot of opportunities to go to. Um, events you know especially something of that magnitude and it's something that even back then i knew was special and i never really realized how much special how much more special it was as time grew on you know like that era of professional wrestling what i was able to bear witness to on a large scale i mean and you know guys have been the fucking wrestlemanias since then they're awesome and impactful i think uh you know jr went to uh, WrestleMania 13 in Chicago, Stone Cold Bret Hart, which is great and it's iconic as well. But, I mean, this is, we're talking the tail end really of the the golden era of professional wrestling, dude, like the early 90s and uh, before like the new generation, all that shit came in and seeing those guys there, dude, and, and coming out and hearing that fucking music, dude, like even oh. the dude, their WWF music. And, and I'm telling you guys out there. Yeah, dude. In the JP Wu, we, we will cut a fucking, I think we're going to do it in November. I'm, I've just decided we're going to do it in November. We're going to do the fucking theme song music episode. That yes. fucking. Please, hear that? What a rush. Me and my buddies in grade school would just headbang the shit out of that dude. Just because we would hum that all the time and just play that. I still oh, do, god. dude. It's on my fucking. Oh, album. Yeah. I rock the dude, fuck I got out it. of that shit. Dude, I play it all the time too. And I'm like, God, it's just fucking crushes, <laughs> dude. And it was heavy when that music hit, dude. You know the shit was on, dude. Someone was gonna get their fucking ass. <laughs> yeah, they were. That's not when I was a kid, dude. Me and my dad would get so hyped. And uh, he would get in a headlock and shit, too. And I'd be like, oh, man, they're coming out. They're going to whoop someone's ass. You know, I was a Demolition fan, too. So when they did feud with Demolition, it wasn't, I don't think it was what it could have been. But I was stoked when that feud happened, you know. And 
I couldn't pick who I really wanted to win, but I, my, you know, deep down, I was like, yeah, the Legion of Doom better come out on top because they're the OGs, you know? Man, that, yeah, that shit got me hyped all the time and just watching them in the ring, dude. I'm like, these guys are legitimately trying to hurt people. <laughs> That's how yeah. I thought when I was a kid. I'm like, these guys are beasts. I never want to meet them, but I do want to meet them, but they'll probably hurt me. <laughs> but yeah, I would have been the same way. Just, you know, I was like that with The Undertaker when I saw The Undertaker when I was a kid live for the first time walk by and just i just got goosebumps chills and like i froze like oh my god this dude is like right in front of me he's you know yeah as real as real can get and he's just like larger than life to me and it's like where do you come from this mysteriousness yeah it's just like that like you know i signed i totally feel where you're coming from with the roadways and that you see you talk about the power yeah and you talk yeah. about the escape <laughs> Dig it. It's all there. Yeah. You just gonna find it in a little bit of wrestling. Yeah. It's there, man. And it's it's great. It's a great fucking feeling. Uh man. So once again, I know we uh last week with the Von Erics, which is a great episode. Go fucking check it out. It's very uh yes. very powerful. It's very revealing. It's very candid. It's fucking fun. It's all that. Check that out. Check out the latest episode of the JP Dub, episode seven with Claire Lamb. From the hallowed catharsis for all you fucking metal heads out there and fucking gearheads and horror fans. That's fucking great as well. But this episode right here, again, for the second week, I'm going to have to. I got to dedicate it to my boy, um, Animal, and fuck it with the passing of him. You know, I'm going to dedicate it to both Hawk and Animal, the greatest fucking tag team that ever lived. I thank you all for fucking tuning in this week. Please hit the like and subscribe button. I fucking love you. I appreciate beyond fucking words all the interaction that we get and all the positive vibes that we get and i hope we're able to spread that um to you as well um please continue to support us and tell everybody about us we're on all the social media facebook instagram and twitter just look up juice pro wrestling jp dub podcast we're there we're fucking here for you and until next time wet them up wet them up wet them up Wet them up. Wet them up. Gosh, have a good time. We'll see you next week. Bitches. Well. You gonna do sex to me? Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Hey, I'm Mike. And this year, thanks to Metro, nothing's getting between me and my holidays. As a rideshare driver, I know a thing or two about going the extra mile. And Metro's helping me go even further. Metro covered the switching fees and gave me and the family high-speed data for only $25 a line for four lines. Plus, we scored four free Galaxy phones from Metro just for switching. Now, we can all get in the holiday spirit streaming our favorite tunes and ring in the new year over video chat with family and friends. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This season, there's zero fees to switch. 
And right now, enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines, plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. I'm Mike, and that's how I rule my holiday, with Metro. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four-line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com.